Calling all creators, welcome to the Creator Landscape Podcast, the podcast that connects you with the most successful creators and industry leaders in the business. And now, please welcome your host, Jake Pearson. Welcome back to the podcast where we explore the creator economy and how you can succeed in it. Our guest today is a brand specialist from Sealy Co, a full service for creative consultancy, specializing in things like user-generated content, content creation as a whole, social media marketing, brand strategy. And we have Chelsea Monroe with us today. How are you, Chelsea? I am good. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> We're doing, I'm doing great over here. We had some technical difficulties trying to get this thing live and that's just technology. Uh, turns Always. out, yeah, the computer doesn't interact with the software the way you want, but we're, we're here. We're ready to talk about the thing that I'm really excited for, which is brand identity. And that's going to be the topic of today's conversation. So I'm going to be throwing lots of questions at you because personally, I want to learn some stuff about brand identity, but I'm sure the creators and the creative professionals could also benefit from listening to this, you know, who, yeah, followers yep. of the creator landscape. So Chelsea, before we start with any of those crazy questions, because I know we can go down the rabbit hole really quickly mm-hmm. and lose control of the conversation, <laughs> just give us a little bit of a background into Co and why you started this business company of yours. Yeah. So I originally started um, in social media and content as a micro-influencer, I prefer community leader, but I know what I am. Um, and that is on Mixed Without. I started out um, creating over there with being alcohol free. It started out as an accountability tool, progressed into resources, and then naturally progressed into non-alcoholic brand partnerships, starting to curate um, no and low cocktails with a lot of non-alcoholic brands. And from there started to create my own personal branding in that space, being alcohol-free in the non-alcoholic space. At the same time, you know, that started out as just personal. And I was um, at a catering company that I had launched in Houston in 2018. I became alcohol-free in 2020. So I was working in hospitality while having an influencer platform and sharing content and different resources with non-alcoholic brands. And then fast forward 2023, um, I stepped away from my corporate America job. I like to say I'm your typical millennial who quit her corporate America job to um, recover from burnout and build my own brands. And from there, Celico was created. Um, It is the overarching sister company as the creative agency. Um, And about a little over a year ago, I jumped into UGC, user generated content dedicated to it. I didn't know that it existed. That's what I actually had been doing for two years. Um, And now I get paid to do it. Um, And not just affiliate marketing or by choice, um, or on my own platform and creating my non-alcoholic presence, fast forward me to being a part of Coppergate Design Co, um, where we build CPG brands from conception to shelf. Michael handles the branding and the graphics. Together we handle brand strategy and then I handle their social media strategy. So I help CPG brands in their launch month when they're ready to go to market, building out their their branding on there, their community, their target audience and kind of coach them through it at the same time. Um, so that is a little bit in a nutshell. And so your path from just casually 
creating UGC content mm-hmm. without really knowing that you were creating mm-hmm. the buzzword that is UGC. Yep. And then the skills that you you've developed along the way what, with the work you just described has led you to creating the the consultancy sort of service that you operate, right? Yeah, I left my last uh, my corporate America job and everything just naturally started progressing and people are coming to me for more content and then I progressed into social media marketing because um, my job previous I was their director of marketing and that's how I rebranded that company and then that's how I also helped build this last company um, and so a lot of people were looking to me as a market leader. And then it also expanded into coaching brand strategy with brands, um, CPG brands and um, local businesses as well, and then expanded into experiential marketing. So bringing all of that together to create events with the brand's goal in mind at hand. Hmm. So outside of all of this amazing mm-hmm. consultancy, all this work, that, like, that's that's awesome that you have all that. What kind of social media presence do you have? Like, do you put out much content for yourself these days outside of like creating UGC content? Do you have anything going on for yourself? It's, it's, um, it's been tough, um, being a full-time UGC, uh, creator. And also I started mixed without in 2020 was going full force and it grew really quickly. Um, then 2021, the second half, I unfortunately was going through a separation. Then my dad passed away and there was a lot between all of that. And so my focus couldn't be on mixed without it had to focus on me and my healing and just all the new life changes, having to move, um, deal with a parent passing away. I mean, there's so much between both of those things alone. (laughs) Um, and in a separation, we had assets and we had dogs and all these things. So it was just, it was so layered and so time consuming. And honestly, it was just focusing on waking up every day and coming into 2022, I was burnt out from my corporate job as well already. Um, but I was able to slowly start sharing again about what I had gone through in 2021 because it was connected to my alcohol-free journey. Um, I was able to get through all of that because I was alcohol-free. And so I like to say I share from, um, I share from scars, not wounds. So taking time to process it and not just share from a broken heart or, you know, grieving in the moment. And I respect those that do do that for me. I just, there was so much I needed to learn to be able to share in a respectful way um, and wanted to also respect my ex during all of that as well. Um, and then started doing UGC. I've, you know, slowly kind of started to share again more and more, um, but it is difficult when you are creating content every day for multiple brands. Um, it's it's definitely um, a labor of love it takes organization, um, especially mixed without is kind of been shifting a little bit. I didn't I decided I don't want it just based on being alcohol free and non alcoholic brands. I've expanded the niche into health and wellness overall, mind, body, and soul, inside and out. Um, I love being alcohol free. I just didn't want it to be my only identity anymore, especially as I expanded mixed without is not only me influencing others, but also its own brand within itself, curating no and low cocktails locally for events and other various methods. And other creators may have experienced this. They go and talk about the things that they're interested in and they feel like it's just not doing well. And they're like, oh, 
then they're stuck in the trap of, I want to talk about the other things, but it's not performing the same way the thing that I've been doing for ages is. Is that a matter of, okay, just stick with it and talk about it anyway, just because you like it? What's your advice for the creator that's getting mm. held up on the numbers at that point and not transitioning into the content that's most authentic for them? Yeah. Um, the same thing I would tell my CPG brands is post what you want to post, what sparks joy, what is authentic to you, and the right community will follow. Um, and if you're totally pivoting yourself, it's rebuilding a whole new community again. Just think about when you first started your platform, how long did it take before the algorithm started picking up on you? Because that's what it, the algorithm wants consistency. And when it sees you consistently talking about mental health or fitness or whatever your topic is, that's when they really start pushing you as a creator and numbers don't translate into community as always i would rather rather have less followers more engagement less followers more authentic and those are all authentic followers than more followers um i'd rather have less followers more engagement than more followers and less engagement because to me, that's more community. That's more people I'm able to interact with and actually inspire than spreading yourself so thin. For me, I have no interest in being a macro creator or macro influencer. Um, that's just me. I'd rather be micro and have a smaller community and a lot more people engaging with me. And it's so easy to get hung up in the numbers, especially my CPG brands. Um but when you start looking at ratios of followers to likes and things like that, it's actually, you probably have better numbers than you realize. You're just trying to look at only big numbers to happen. Um, just consistently show up how you want to show up, whether that's who you are today or who you change to be tomorrow and the community will build and the community will follow. You have experience with launching products, yep. I guess, through social media. Mm -hmm. If you're a creator, and you don't want to just come in and create and be a little bit of an influence, but you want to come in with the sense of, I want to be micro um, influence, but more with a focus on business and building a business through a social media platform like TikTok. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. How, how, there's so many ways to skin a cat. Can you give us some insight into launching a product, a new product through social media? What are you seeing that's best practice in 2023? Yeah. So, I'll tell you the thing I've told um, a brand I helped launch in May, Benny Bevco, um, love them. And then this, I told the same thing to a new client in Houston today, uh, a local coffee shop that's also a roastery, Little Dreamer Coffee. The first thing about launching a brand is community. Who is your target audience? How do you want to build community? When you build community, you're building that engagement, you're building those dedicated followers, that revolving revenue, that consistent customer. Um, and with Binu, we actually launched social in May without a product. Um, so it was, it was like a soft launch, but it was a hard launch without physical product. They, they were behind on ingredients and waiting on canning and stuff. And they were like, should we do it? Should we do it? I said, you know what? Screw it. We're going to launch social media, building your community, because that is the primary focus of yours, because they built this brand as parents to help show up better for their 
their kids without with less alcohol. It's like we're going to focus on building a community that is your target audience um, first, and then as your product comes, people are kind of are already bought into you as a brand. They're bought into you as the leaders, and that's what we did. And they have grown since May in a very big and profound way. Um, July, I got them in at Solid Core, which is um, it's like Pilates, but they they don't market themselves as Pilates. It's Legree. I don't know if you'll have Legree there. Um, it's like mega reformer, reform, reformer Pilates on steroids. Um, that's a chain here in America. And I got them in, in Houston. They had a summer event series and we got them in at all the studios. Recently, they got in at Equinox and they're already in um, not alcoholic bottle brand shops. So building that community first the people will follow and the sales will follow. And just like the coffee shop in Houston, that's what we're focused on is building community, um, marketing community events and different series like that mm -hmm. so that people will come to the coffee shop and also their e-com with um, their coffee beans and stuff. So first and foremost, your common denominator and your root launch should be building community that is centered around your target audience. And that completely makes a lot more sense yep. to me. So, uh, Chelsea, yep. this has been a, a very fascinating conversation. As we Yay. wrap this up, I just want to thank you so much for sharing all your insights into brand identity because you've given me a lot of food for thought, as I've just described there on my old agency. And I'm yeah. sure that you provide a lot of uh, insights for creators and creative professionals who are maybe a little bit stuck on their brand identity and the direction they want to take. So on behalf of everyone listening to this podcast with you, thank you very much, Chelsea. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk about all these things with you. And if you'd love to connect with Chelsea, you can do so on CreatorLand as well, uh, which is a yeah. professional networking platform for creators. Ask questions there. Go, you know, check out her website. Is it C. Lee? Um the website building right now i just have a stand store so if you find me on instagram there's all kinds okay. of links there i got you yes <laughs> easy done chelsea yeah been an absolute pleasure and uh for our creators and creative professionals we'll catch you somewhere on the creator landscape thank you thank you thanks for tuning in to the creator landscape the podcast by creator land don't forget to join creator land today and connect with like-minded professionals and creators in the creator economy